We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. I'm your host, Corey Powers, and I'm so glad we're here together, sipping our coffee and easing into our morning. Now we're a couple weeks into the school year. Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe where this year has gone. My grandma Zadi used to say, the older you get, the faster it goes. And boy, was she not kidding. I feel the older I get, the quicker time passes. Like we blinked and now we are in September. Heck, we are ending on the third quarter in two weeks and going into the fourth quarter of our year. Like when did that happen? I feel like I just recovered from Christmas. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a roller coaster of a year, but good things, all good things coming out of this year. But yes, it's gone by extremely quickly. Um, before we get into our content, let's just pause and take a sip of coffee and soak in the quiet while it's still happening. My children are still asleep, so I'm kind of taking solace in that. Mm, okay, yum. All right, so now that we're probably caffeinated, ah, uh, so today I wanted to talk to you and about getting into the groove. And so like, what does that mean? Like, no, we're not going to play Madonna today. (laughs) No, we're not going to do that. But we do need to get into a groove for this season. As we go into fall, I always feel like it's a great time to reset and recalibrate. As we get into a new school year, the kids go back, we get back into our routine. And I think it's so important that we take a personal evaluation. In every season, I try to really do this and I ask myself some questions. My biggest question that I ask myself in every season, the start of every season is what are my priorities? And I literally will write down one, two, three, four, and five and fill them in. Because I feel that in every season, your priorities shift ever so slightly. However, I find that my one, two, and three stay pretty consistent, but my four and five are subject to change. Obviously, my number one is always I want to know God and have a good relationship with God. That's always like my number one. My two is have a good relationship with my husband. Three is always centered around my children. And so I feel like those are constants that are not changing. But like I'm sure that as I get older, my kids, they'll maybe at college or they will have wives and children of their own. My priorities and my intentionality about fostering that relationship will change slightly as time goes on. So that's why it's important to be asking ourselves these questions regularly so that we can allow our intentionality to be focused on our priorities. All right. So now now that I've kind of given you the first couple of mine, I want you to sit there and think about what are your priorities. You know, what what are some of them? Right? So, I'm going to sip my coffee and you think about that for like a second. All right. So now, all right, now that you got like a couple in your mind, here's the test. Ha, huh, you didn't think you were getting a test. Here's the test if they are actually your priorities. And here's the litmus test for if they in fact really are your priorities. How much time do you actually spend on them? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How much time do you actually spend on your top priority? 
Do you spend a lot of time with it? And if you don't, then is it really your priority? I mean, you might say it's your priority because it looks good on paper. But is it in fact your priority? Do you give it the most amount of your time? Do you give it the most amount of your devotion? So these are the things I like to ask myself and challenge myself. And so as I'm challenging you today, rest assured, knowing that I have fully challenged myself on all of these questions. So I'm sharing that with you because I think that it's important for all of us to evolve and get better. And if we don't ask ourselves the hard questions, how can we get better, right? Then we'll just constantly be making excuses for ourselves. And we have to hold ourselves to a different standard if we want to grow, exceed, excel, and evolve all my ease. Anyway, so are they actually your priorities? And you could tell if they're actually your priorities by how much time do you spend on them. And like I said, you can't say it's your priority if it isn't where your time is at. Or like now, maybe you need to be more intentional about allotting more time to those things. For instance, my first one is wanting to know God, spending time with God, and all that. So I prioritize my morning that I come downstairs. I already had my quiet time with him before I'm doing this episode. But I have time where I sit in my quiet, I read my Bible, I pray, I reflect. And that's how I'm prioritizing my relationship with God as I put him first in my day. And throughout my day, I pepper with prayers or when I go off to do certain things, I will ask him to help me or yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, I prioritize my relationship with God by putting him first in my day and giving him that first time slot. For my husband, Chris and I, at least every two weeks to have a date night because we have little kids, you know, our kids are three and 10. It's hard for us to get out and do that every single week, but we really are very scheduled to at least have one date night every two weeks. Also, my husband is so sweet. My husband is in this habit, and I don't know how long he's been doing this, years, 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 years he's been doing this. Even while we were dating, he would do this, is when he gets to work, he will text me and say, good morning, beautiful. And it's so sweet that he prioritizes me in that moment every single day when he gets to work. And so that that makes me feel so special that he takes the time to do that. And now there are days that I completely take it for granted. I'm like, yep, okay, thanks so much for telling me I'm beautiful again. Yes, uh-huh. But like, really, it's so sweet that he does that and that he's intentional to prioritize me in that moment. And so husbands, elbow nudge, what are you doing to prioritize your wife today? (laughs) Or women, what are you doing to prioritize your husband today? Things, all the things to think about. So then into my third topic are kids. You know, some of you may have kids, some of you may not have kids. This is what my third one is. For me to be intentional with my children, um, yes, we did start homeschooling this year. And that was a big shift. It was a big shift, but it was a positive one because I feel like this is the season for our family to do that. For this year, I wanted to be intentional to capture their attention, be their teacher, and foster good learning tools for them and give them other avenues of learning, give them different perspectives than what my, you know, my 10 year old has had thus far. And so that's how I'm being intentional with my older son. Now with my younger son, he's three. And so I have to be intentional to connect with him on his level, like we're going to sit together and cuddle and watch an episode of Bluey. And I want to make sure that I'm giving him that attention that I'm not scrolling on my phone, that when we're having family time, I'm not preoccupied with other things. And sometimes I totally get the mom guilt when I'm like, 
in the middle of dinner and he wants me to hold him. And I'm like, Ben, I, okay, you got to help. Then I try to really incorporate him into my task. And I'll be like, all right, well, I need you to help mommy cook then. Like, if you want to, he goes, he runs up to me and he goes, mommy, I want you. And I want you too. But I'm right now, I'm like in the middle of something. So I'm going to incorporate you into what I'm doing. And so he gets all excited that he gets to help. But that's how I'm intentional to foster that relationship with him on his level. And each of your children and each person is different in their level and what they like and their hobbies. And so if you prioritize that person, you need to be intentional to meet them where they're at. And that's kind of like your extension of prioritizing them. And then in turn, a healthy relationship, they therefore reciprocate. Obviously, your children are, you know, they're immature. They're ch- they're kids. You know, they don't understand that. But adult relationships, there needs to be some reciprocation on their end as well. That's the earmarkers of a healthy relationship balance and reciprocation. But with my kids, I'm intentional to meet them where they're at on their level with something that they enjoy doing and incorporate myself into what they're doing. And then if it's not an opportune time for me, I incorporate them into what I'm doing. Well, here, can you stir this? Here, you want to help mommy fold? Here, go ahead, help me do this. Oh, okay, I'm cleaning right now, but yep, I can't do that right now. But hey, do you want to help me do it? And then we can get it done faster and then we can move on to what you want to do. So being intentional to say those things and It's just about the being there and the doing the things together, the little mundane things. Those are the memories, right? We think like, oh, we have to go on these trips. We have to like, and that is great. It is great to be intentional with taking good trips and taking time to make fun memories. Absolutely. I'm all about that. Giving your kids experiences. But also sometimes it's the cuddles on the couch. It's the books we read before bed. It's me um, waking them up with the smell of bacon you know, (laughs) things like that. It's like, those are the little things they're going to remember. And so making sure like we can even make our daily life special. We don't have to be on holiday to do that. And so being intentional with creating those moments. So it's, it's super important with any relationship. I mean, I'm using my kids as an example, but you could take those principles into any, any relationship. All right. So another one, you know, typically mine is like my work passion or whatever my passion project is that time at that time or work. Right now, I've kind of taken a sabbatical from work work, but there are things that I'm still passionate about. I love to public speak and I love to encourage people. And right now I'm not currently in a job that facilitates that. So I'm intentional to volunteer my skill set. Currently, I'm uh, volunteer my time with Mastering Motherhood and I speak throughout the state of Connecticut a couple times a year and encourage moms. And so that's how I'm keeping my skill of public speaking sharp. And so if you have a passion or something that you, your work that you love, like what are you doing? If that's a priority for you, what are you doing to refine your skill? Are you taking an extracurricular? Are you using your skills in other places besides the workplace that continue to sharpen your skill? So these are all questions and things that you can implement if you're intentional about making work passion your priority. 
And then, you know, we have other goals or other things like I'm, I'm prioritizing my fitness, my health, my wellness. But like, what are we eating? Are we getting outside and going for a walk? Are we exercising? What is your sleep routine? Are you staying hydrated? So it's like, yeah, we do want to fit into our skinny jeans come fall with our cute sweaters. But have we prioritized our health enough that we're going to be able to fit into them? And so <laughs> if fitness is a priority, we need to make space for that. This is what I've been doing because, you know, I want to make sure that I'm where I need to be. And I feel like, you know, sometimes over the summer, you just get a little lax with things. And so I'm buttoning up for the fall and, you know, weighing out my food the night before, scheduling meal prep, making sure I'm intentional to have things in the house when I am hungry, having healthy snacks available and stocking the house. But that takes preparation. You, It just doesn't happen by osmosis. Like, you know, my chomps meat sticks are just not going to appear from Costco, you know, sporadically. Like I have to go apply myself to set the house up with the tools I need to succeed on eating healthy. And I have to allocate time in my day where I take say to the kids, hey, we're all going outside and they will they will ride their bikes and I will do laps up and down our street in to get my steps in. And so these are the things I do to be intentional, but definitely some things to think about. And if you've never read this book, I know that I've said it so many times, Autonomic Habits by James Clear, you need to get it because it'll help you. It'll help you really set some clear priorities for your time management. And I, one of my big priorities or parts of my life, you know, it ties into my God priority. For me, in order for me to have quiet time in the morning with God, I need to have things set up because I want to sit there with God with my coffee. And sometimes the extra time of preparing my coffee gets in the way of my quiet time. So what I'll do is the night before I set up my coffee station area with all my stuff that I need. So all I have to do in the morning is turn on the hot water and then that's it. And it's seamless because I've set myself up the night before or, you know, the days that I go into the office for church and help out there the night before I set out my son's schedule. I pack my own lunch. When we have our days at co-op, I pack all of our stuff the night before. So we are completely set up to have a seamless morning or as seamless as possible. See, that's the thing is, is there's things that I could set up the night before that will not add additional chaos to an already chaotic morning. Because come on, let's face it. Mornings sometimes just happen and like time gets away from us and we're rushing. And if I've already done the things that I can control, it makes the uncontrollable things less of a burden because I've already dealt with the things that I could control and they're in their controlled space. And now I've left room for variables. And so now I'm not as agitated or grouchy or annoyed that my son now needs to go poop before we leave the house because like, you know, the fact that he's been up for an hour hasn't been enough time. But, you know, as we're walking out the door, I got to go to the bathroom. And it's like, okay, you know what? It's fine. I already packed everything. The car's already packed. Like, it's fine. If he needs to go to the bathroom and it takes five minutes, it's not going to put us that far behind the eight ball because I'm already prepared because I already laid all this out. And so that's how I make my mornings more seamless is by taking advantage of doing the things the night before that are controllable. But 
honestly, we need to structure our schedules to reflect our priorities by implementing good habits. And if you do not have good habits of going to bed at a decent time, going to bed and not looking at your screen, keeping your phone out on a charger so that you're not um, tempted to look at it and scroll because you never really have a good sleep. You end up watching videos, you end up watching TikTok, whatever you end up watching, reels, what have you. And it's like, then you don't like sleep. You go to bed, but you haven't started sleeping until way later because you got sucked into browsing this on Amazon. So do yourself a favor, put your phone on the charger out in another room. And I've even just, my husband, when we kind of got into a habit of putting on the TV even before bed, and I'm just like, let's stop doing that. I don't want to be stimulated by electronics when we're trying to shut down. We need to not even put that on. So we're trying to implement that. And just kind of being intentional about starting your day off right. What are the things that you need to to get there? And how can you actually prioritize your priorities by fitting them into your schedule better and more seamlessly? You know, if you take your lunch break, making a habit of 15 minutes, you end up eating your lunch quick. And like the other 15 minutes, you can go walk around the parking lot or go walk around your neighborhood if you're working from home. And taking that time as like a habit, you of course, you're going to eat lunch. So tagging on an additional step that is a better thing for you will make that implementation of the new habit so much more seamless. And so these are some things to think about. I know I kind of challenged your little world with questioning your priorities and, you know, giving you a little test, but I feel like this is going to make you a better person. So I do this out of love and know that I've already harassed my own self with all of these bombarding questions as well. So I'm not doing to you anything I haven't done to myself. And you know what? It's making us be better people. It's it's making us be more conscientious, more aware, more observant. And sometimes it's easy to look at other people, to judge what they're doing. And I'm always about the fact that we cannot control anyone but ourselves. And so you need to focus on you. And a lot of times I see when people are focused on other people, it's because they're avoiding dealing with a problem within themselves. So if you feel that you've been very others conscientious, I want you to take a deep breath and focus on yourself. And if there's some things that you've been avoiding, I challenge you to start opening up that. Unpack that and focus on healing, evolving yourself today. And so thank you so much for joining today's episode. And I hope this encouraged you and tune in next time. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.